When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 284 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. In today's episode, we react to Nebraska's loss to the officiating, oh, sorry, I mean Michigan State, and look ahead to the matchup with Maryland. Officiating, Michiating, yeah, I can see how you make a mistake. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at HuskerPod or email us at HuskerPod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals. That's cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rohde with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Reach out to Monty at 402-770-3356. Go Big Red! So Justin... Probably for the... For the rest of my life, every time I say .com, I'm just going to have the Yahoo commercial .com. Oh, I was thinking of Homestar Runner. It's .com. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, um, I got a little tongue-tied at the end of that intro. But uh, apparently, we got some positive feedback for our train wreck last week. So <laughs> um, we're not going to like try to force it, folks. But uh, I do think it's funny that the... Uh, we, we try to keep things relatively professional um, in terms of our presentation at the at the beginning of the podcast. It right. devolves very quickly, but um, yeah, we're not going to try to force anything, folks, but thank you for the- This uh, week, we're going to do the intro as Big Bird. <laughs> thank you, I everybody. I begin to do a Big Bird quite impression. Yeah, I think it's just talking with a nasally voice, you know, like he doesn't have anything other I'm than- I'm trying to think of Elmo. Oh, Okay, I was like, exactly. if that was Big Bird, I was like, you are failing. Wow, well, yeah, you're right. I can't. Kermit the Frog. I could probably do. Uh, <laughs> oh, I could for sure do Kermit, or I could probably do Grover too. But I'm, uh, you know, my voice isn't 100 percent tonight, so I'm not gonna push it. Mickey um, Mouse. <laughs> See, I'm, I can't go uh-huh. high right now. There you go. <laughs> anyway, Thanks, Mike. yeah. Um, so uh, apparently we are already in avoid talking about the game mode. Um, mm, what game? Yeah. Um, before we started actually recording, Justin and I were talking about maybe like making tonight be an ASMR episode where all it is is just the sound effects or rather the guttural sounds that people produced as they watched the game on Saturday. So a lot uh, of like, oh, gosh, what? No. Seriously? When uh, <laughs> I was pretty darn calm through the whole game, mm. I'm proud to say. But um, when Harburg threw that interception, even though you know, before I realized it was going to be negated, oh sure, I yelled really, I yelled really loud, and I scared like everybody in my family because <laughs> I think I'd been real calm up until that point. And I was like, no, everybody kind of jumped. Well, uh, in your defense, I believe Matt Rule reacted the same way. So, um, at least. Uh, from what I recall, they showed him he was pretty hot about it and even laid into Harburg a little bit uh, um, even even after it had been called back. So 
Mm-hmm. And I thought it was funny because yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that was also where the uh, uh, what was it the the color commentators they were like <laughs> they were like yeah you see him he's he's really giving him the business but but Harbor can take it they 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 got that kind of relationship I'm just like what are you talking about like how <laughs> how do you know you know I, it wasn't exactly that but it was kind of one of those like don't worry folks I know he's yelling but it's okay <laughs> it's like he's not gonna make him cry yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's got PTSD from calling a Bo Pelini game back in the day. Could be. I mean, I kind of had like, you know, I don't know what you would call that um, by proxy <laughs> from seeing so, Bo Pelini shove his finger into a player's chest. Sternum. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I've already said this a couple times on social media, but we're in this funny place right now where it's like, uh, you know, we could still win the West. <laughs> And then on the other hand, it's like, we might not go to a bowl. Yeah. You, you want to know the most concerning statistic for me? Um, sure. Our three remaining opponent, excuse me, our three remaining opponents have all beaten Michigan State. <laughs> mm. I was looking at that earlier and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, no. Country Bears are crushed. I don't know that reference. Don't worry about it. I'm actually referencing another podcast where they they bring in that uh, sound bite. So I have to show you later. You and your niche references. Oh my gosh, it's very niche. You tweeted something today about Uh, a childhood show. Oh, the other day. Yeah. Nobody knew what you were talking about. Oh, one person did because they they responded with a quote from the show. But uh, yeah, today's special. It was a... TV show back in the day where a mannequin comes to life after hours. Um, yeah. Isn't that a Tom Hanks movie? Uh, mannequin? Well, the, there is that, isn't there? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of mix up a lot of Tom Hanks movies from that era. Like, I'm thinking of Big. Um, mm. And then, I don't know, there was one where like a... A mermaid became a person. Was that even Tom Splash. Hanks in that I movie? Think that was like his first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, it was a, so, like a department store where like a little mouse and uh, I forget who else, but but yeah, and I don't remember anything else except for like they said like some kind of magic word. Like I think it might have just been something like abracadabra, and the mannequin came to life, and that's all I remember from the show because I was like three or four. <laughs> Do you know what the game felt like on Saturday to me? Torture? Um, it felt like... Root Canal? Well, there, there. it felt like a familiar pattern where we slowly fall behind mm. and then there's a really big play by the quarterback to get us back within one score. Yeah. And then down the stretch, we blow Just it a few times. Just kind of flounder, yeah. Yep. It felt like the last four years mm. so I thought is that adrian martinez out there yeah um i do want to point out last week i did say that this game had the strong potential to be a trap game for nebraska if there were ever a trap game for this team it's this week but the way that the team has talked about the game and the coaches afterwards, I don't get the impression that mentally that that's what happened. Um, 
I don't know how you feel about that, but I, I just kind of feel like what we saw this weekend was all of the attrition, all of the losses that we've suffered in terms of personnel over the last couple of months finally caught up with this team. And we just, we don't have enough tools in the toolbox. We don't have players to make plays. Yeah, and that the tools that we have are misfiring a little bit. Yeah, I thought just to kind of put what you're saying into a nutshell was just when we had Billy Kemp back there fair catching field goals yeah. with 20 yards of open space in front of him just because they just didn't want to have somebody not catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, on the flip side, if we have someone out there who drops it, we're, we're all going to be freaking out about that too. But, um, I mean, I think – in a game of inches, and I don't have the starting field position off the top of my head, but they outpunted us. And part of the reason was we didn't return anything. I think we had one return for like four yards, and it yeah. was one of the longest returns of the year. So that was really <laughs> frustrating to me. Yeah. That felt like we weren't trying. And I, you know, rules said afterwards, well, you know, we were gonna we thought we were gonna block a punt or two, and so they didn't even have a like a punt return team going. That, and that's part of the reason why they didn't want him to run the ball. But then when you had that really long punt and no no attempt at a return, it was really painful. Yeah, yeah. Justin, I, I do want to say, though, like that's – I know you were trying to, to wrap that – what I was saying up in a nutshell, but that's not me in a nutshell. This is me in a <laughs> nutshell. I thought you were going to say, help, I'm in a nutshell, let me out. I was waiting for you to do it. <laughs> oh, you're waiting for me to do it. Yeah, no, they no, had. No. <laughs> they had five punts that were longer than 50 yards. Jeez. Yep. There's not too much to say about this game other than garbage. <laughs> like, it was yeah, just a I don't, terrible yeah. game, man. It Even even at the half, it kind of felt like, this could go either way, but I'm not feeling super optimistic. Yeah. Yep. Because, like I said, um, it, it didn't feel like we had – we didn't have the players in place to to dig us out of the hole. Um, well, I saw a lot of people saying, you know, the last couple of weeks we've had people saying they need to put Sims in. And with the losses that we've suffered in terms of personnel, part of me is like, why don't they have him doing something else? You know, like if he's healthy at this point and they're not going to play him at quarterback, why not have him – go out and try to catch something or, or take a handoff or something. I don't know. Maybe they just don't want to risk it. Well, and in the first game, Heinrich Harburg caught a pass mm-hmm. as an H-back. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely ways to use these guys. Um, we've got three three chances here to win one more game. Um, and uh, the offense – it's gonna have to gonna have to hit some of those big pass plays. I think is is just that's maybe one of the differences between the Michigan State game and the previous wins. Also, I think it's probably important to to look back in the mirror and recognize the Big Ten West is really bad, and we did win three in a row, and that's a really big thing, and we should not diminish that. But at the same time, um, 
fortunately for us, maybe we're not playing amazing teams this year and it's the degree of difficulty gets harder next year. Um, so we really need those extra practices. And so thank goodness. Um, and any win is a good win. Um, but maybe this week we came back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, man, yeah, I, I, I agree a hundred percent. I think this was a little bit of a, uh, I don't know what you would call it, like a wake up call or, I think a lot of us, I mean, three wins in a row. When's the last time that happened? We started talking about, um, you know, uh, how we're having things happen. Or I remember last week I was talking about things are happening that haven't happened at least in a decade for this school. Um, But then also, wasn't there that year that under Riley we started like 6-0 and or something like that? Like (laughs) starting to feel... Maybe 7-0, yeah. Yeah. Starting to feel a little bit like that where like, oh, hey, we're winning every game. We're good. Oh, no, we're not. (laughs) You know? Like, yeah. would you call this Nebraska team a good team? This is... And Rule said this. This is a team that's learning to win, Mm -hmm. and they're gelling, and... They started out with more older guys, and so many have been hurt that it's a young mm-hmm. team now just by process of elimination. And we are – we're growing, and this team is ahead of schedule as compared to those previous two teams. So there's reasons to be positive. There's reasons to be optimistic. And, again, every win is a good win, especially in the Big Ten. And, uh, and we're not world beaters yet, and it's going to be a while. And they're getting new recruits in, and they're developing players. Listen to the press conference today, and uh, he talked about developing um, a Harburg for the next year year or two. Like, you know, he's, like, building for the future with him. Sure. So um, it's a forward-looking staff, and I appreciate that he owned that he should have let the younger guy go in and catch punts. And, and have an attempt at a return. He like he owned that, and I really appreciate that. And um, and also, you know, it was a good defense we played, and they were not going to let us get away with some of the things that Northwestern and uh, Illinois and Purdue let us get away with. So um, it doesn't get any easier from here, but it is still the Big Ten West. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to think of anything else. I mean, yeah, you, you mentioned we need to hit some of those longer pass plays. That that was something that stuck out to me. You know, you look at the statistic of Harburg being 12 for 28, and that doesn't look good. But, man, if we could just imagine how much his stats would improve if the people that he hit in the numbers – the people who had the ball in their hands actually caught the ball. I think there were at least two critical yeah. drops in the, in the game this last weekend where it was just and like, that's you definitely, can't do that, man. That I feel like we've talked about that a lot already this season. I mean, that he, when he misfires, that's a problem. But when people aren't even catching the balls in their hands, that's a bigger problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, they're both big problems. Yeah, And I, I appreciate so much that – this is the discussion that we're having. You know, I, I made the joke in our intro about how, oh, we lost to the officials, right? <laughs> but yeah. but what have, I mean, at least I know I've always said the better team figures out a way to win in spite of bad officiating. Um, 
it kind of sucks because in this game specifically, who knows what would have happened, excuse me, who knows what would have happened if some of those calls that should have gone our way did. Because um, in this case, was it the difference in the game? It could have been. And I, I don't always say that, but but they have a touchdown on that stat sheet that is not a touchdown. That's the reality mm. of the situation. Yeah. So erased four points and add three, suddenly we, we're beating them by one. So I don't know. Yeah, and the defense, I think we probably should say, it was um, bad on first down. They they as the announcers pointed out like Michigan State pulled everything out of the kitchen sink and everything but the kitchen sink everything including the, they pulled they did out everything all the stops. and the kitchen sink yeah thanks and 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 they were hungry and they had a plan and they'd been on a losing streak but Harburg had said or gosh rule had said all week it was a good team and so the defense just was not quite sharp enough i don't know he during the press conference today, Rule talked about just being inches from victory, talked about he got a piece of dirt or a piece of sod and took it with him from the Colorado game so he would remember how close they were to a few things. And But then on the, at the flip side, it was he was kind of talking – it was a little bit of a day of contrasts where he's talking on one hand about how um, you don't want to be – you got to just be 1-0 and you need to take everything a play at a time. But then also – there's pressure because it's November and you're at Nebraska and you should always, you know, be competing for something. Yeah. So he, he's such a good speaker um, that he's able to convey these contrasts in an interesting way, but it's uh, already not yet. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I found it interesting during the broadcast, the little fun fact that was shared that I, I didn't know about it, but they were talking about how Rule is the son of a preacher. And oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, I, I, I had no clue. So um, I just thought he was a good speaker. And, you know, he is, quote unquote, just a good speaker. But, um, yeah, there's probably a little bit of gravy train going on there. <laughs> just in terms of public speaking in general. Um, man. Uh as, as somebody who edits uh, videos for, for weddings, um, I can't tell you how bad of an idea it is <laughs> when people get their friends who do not have public speaking experience uh, to officiate a wedding. Um, unless your friend has prior experience speaking in front of an audience, don't do it. Don't do it. Some somebody's listening to this and they're engaged and they're saying, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we got Jeff to do it? What has Jeff done? What's his prior experience? Talk this through. Think it through. Show me the money. Anyway. That's my PSA. That's be and you're thinking of that because rule. No, just up. yeah, this rule probably has been exposed to good public speaking his entire life. And yeah. So, remember uh, in Thirty Rock when there was the, they made a a show called the Rural Juror. The Rural Juror. <laughs> the Rural it, Juror. I do remember that. <laughs> Thirty to, Rock was like one of the first shows I watched on Netflix. Like the first, like I'm going to watch this entire thing. 
I watched. We need to find a way to make a joke about Matt Rule and the Rule Juror. <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna work. I was thinking but. earlier this week about the the whole BK thing right now. The Burger King slogan is "You Rule." There's got to be something in there, like mm. Photoshop his face onto the Burger King guy that that creepy Burger King mask or something. I really don't like that song where they're singing and it's not on Whopper, and... whopper, whopper, whopper. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. It took me a while. Like, I, I didn't realize at first. that's They're actually just repurposing. They hold the pickles, hold the lettuce. Like, I didn't and get what's, that. What's that? I don't know what that is. There's the original, like, have it your way song from the 80s or even possibly the 70s. I don't know. Oh. Um. Special orders don't upset us. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They're not using the original audio. They like no, read. no. Okay, okay. That's what I was confused with. Yeah, sorry. Whew. Well, Mike, neither you nor I have a lot of great energy right now. <laughs> what what a difference a week makes. Uh, I don't think that we're going to get quite to an hour this time, Justin. No, I'm already winding it down in my heart. I was. I was patting myself on the back. I was like, man, we made it to a full hour. That's what happens when you start winning games. We just had so much to talk about last week. No, I mean, not all of it was Huskers related, but... And probably a minority of it was actually Huskers related <laughs> last week. It's good stuff, though. So are you going to get Peacock? Okay, good transition. Um, listen up, folks. I want you to uh, count... How many dollars are in your pocket? (laughs) Because as of right now, a ticket to the game on Saturday is cheaper than a Peacock subscription. Mm. Really? Um, Let me verify that. I'm going to go to Peacock pricing. Let's see here. Choose a plan. Um, okay, so there is a five ninety nine option, which is cheaper, but the eleven ninety nine a month option is more expensive. Um, so the 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 no ads version of Peacock is more expensive than the nine dollar tickets that you can buy on uh, VividSeats.com. So um, make your choice, folks. Um, go fill the stadium for less than the premium plus subscription to Peacock. Did I tell you that we got a Peacock subscription last summer to watch the World Cup? Um, but then it turned out that the only stuff that was on Peacock was uh, um, soccer and Espanol. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was like, wow, this is a great deal. Well, that's because they're not speaking English, mm. which, you know what? It was fine. We really enjoyed it. Well, it was a deal. Here's here's my Goal. peacock, <laughs> right? <laughs> here's my peacock story. Um, about this time a year ago, I got a deal. Uh, there was a, a thing where you could, for an entire year, get peacock for two ninety nine a month, and I was like, I can do that, even if I like I only watched a couple of movies on it the entire time. But it's two ninety nine a month, right? You never know, something to watch. I think I watched mm-hmm. something for. Halloween last week on Peacock. Um, But uh, my subscription that I was planning to let lapse ends on the 9th. (laughs) 
Oh my. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to re up. Um if if I came up with a ticket, would you wanna come with me? Unfortunately I have a meeting at church at nine AM on Saturday. So How long's the meeting? Uh it's about an hour. So if I booked it from the church, I could I could get there around kickoff. <laughs> All right, well, let's stay in touch. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't think it'd be a difficult game to to get in and find my seat if that were the case. So, yeah, maybe let's talk. <laughs> okay. What What are you thinking about this game here, though? What are What's going to happen? Are we going to win? We're going to get to the bowl? Yeah. Here Here's the thing. Um, I think if we're going to win one out of the three, this is it. Um, and I, I just hope that Nebraska has that same attitude. Um, for, for Maryland, they are five and four. We're five and four, right? Um, but they've beat some key teams um, that I'm not surprised the matchup predictor on ESPN's website's given them the edge. Um, so they've beaten Michigan State, they've beaten Indiana, they've beaten Virginia. Uh, but then, fun fact, like our previous opponent, they are coming off a string of losses. So, I don't know. I, I feel like it's very similar to last week and uh, that we're playing a fair to middling team. Um, but we are a fair to middling team. So this this could go either way. It could be a hard-fought victory or another one of those one-score losses that everybody loves to talk about. Um, so that um, said, uh, the Terrapins are favored 57.1% to our 42.9 on ESPN's analytics. I'm looking at uh, an SP Plus spreadsheet that's not behind the paywall mm-hmm. and they have a 55% chance to win here. The projected score based on his algorithm is 23 to 21. Mm-hmm. So I, they have an explosive offense. I don't know much about the defense. Have you watched? I haven't watched them play. No, I haven't at all. Um, you got to feel though that the the home field advantage might actually be an advantage for us this week. I would hope so. Um because actually it was funny on on Saturday I found myself confused at one point because I saw everybody like get excited when they made a field goal and I, I thought it meant that they lost it because I forgot oh they're, they're playing in Michigan so <laughs> I thought people were excited because they missed the field goal when they made it so, uh, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah because I mean what was it like was it three games in a row were all at home for us something like that yeah I was just Getting used to an established pattern, that's all. And then uh, the game after, I you know, I actually think we could win any of the next three. Oh, certainly. Um, Wisconsin looks pretty crummy. They've got a lot of injuries. We're going to play there at 6.30 p.m. a week from Saturday. <laughs> and then a quick turnaround to Iowa, man. Yeah, we um, – oh, let me – Talking rooting interests here really quick. Let me see if I can quickly pull up. Um, I believe because a bunch of teams have lost. 
uh, Iowa has sole possession of first place in the West. Mm. And, um, and of course, but they have one lot, they have two losses and we have three conference losses. Minnesota and Wisconsin both have three conference losses. Of course, Minnesota has beat us. So we need Minnesota to lose one. We need to beat Wisconsin, beat, uh, beat Iowa. And I think that's enough to win the West. <laughs> Get a rematch with Michigan. Wow. And hopefully they can't scout us at that point. <laughs> I loved Polini, faux Polini's tweet. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but I thought it was great. What uh, what was his tweet? He said, so, when the news first broke, he tweeted something like, now the loss to Michigan makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that. I retweeted it, I think. Yeah. Or maybe you did. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was you if it, if it was one of us. So that's funny. So again... On one hand, we could win the West. On the other hand, uh, we might not, not. We might never win again. Yeah. Yep. Man, uh, that would be such a buzzkill on the season. We got to win at least one of these, man. We really do. And and playing at home, I just want to see these guys show up and take care of business this Saturday. You look at you look at Maryland's wins, and like you know, I've said to people who've asked, "Oh, they started hot." They started by beating Townsend, who I'm assuming is a lower level, lower division team, 38 to no, six. It, and Charlotte. No, they didn't. They did not, my friend. They beat Tosin. <laughs> Tosin. There's no end in there. Thank you. <laughs> they beat Charlotte. Did I say that one right? 38 to 20 it's and Virginia. Charlotte. I don't know anything about, know anything. Charlotte-y. I don't know anything about Virginia. Let's <laughs> just look here real quick. Uh, they, I want to uh, say something inappropriate. I'll stop. <laughs> And then they I was going to mispronounce Virginia. I'll just let you fill in the blank. Then they beat Michigan State 31-9 and Indiana 44-17. to So a couple of like legit wins to sure, yeah. bottom-dweller Big Ten West teams. Then they haven't won since. Lost to Ohio State 37-17. Lost to Illinois 27-24. Lost to Northwestern 33-27. Confusion. And they're coming off this loss to Penn State 51 to 15. So, you know, they could be reeling a little bit. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can get them while they're down. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, what are they playing for? They're not going to win their conference. Their uh, passing yards, 200. Am I looking at the right team here? Maryland, yeah. I thought they were better at passing. Hmm. Yeah, Taglio, Tago Viola. Tua's brother is the quarterback with 2,486 yards and 21 touchdowns, but they're the two, uh, the 20, so they're the 27th best passing team in the country. They're all the 110th best rushing team. Hmm. Um, so, you know, if we can make them one dimensional, I feel good about our chances. Yeah. And I guess I do need to, to point out, I, I mentioned that we're both five and four. So I guess what they are playing for is the exact same thing that we're playing for. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, they got a reason to, to win this weekend. So, yeah. It could happen. Well, I think we should just call it a quick Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, man. It, it feels like, uh, as I always say, hey, Justin, we're, I think we're there. <laughs> I think I think we're there. I'm getting so folks, I don't know if it is obvious, but 
I got one of these microphones that's on a on an arm now, so that's why like the last few weeks I've been having fun with playing with the proximity of my voice to the microphone. Um, I'm not ready to do a video podcast, but uh, just imagine your favorite podcaster when he pulls the mic close and and leans into the camera and and says something important. That's that's what I'm doing right now. I'm so close to the mic, e- eating the mic. Yeah. Oh, here's the ASMR stuff that we were talking about, isn't it? <laughs> Can you hear me breathing? Oscar football. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> All right. Mike, I'm going to go to bed. Okay. Go Big Red. Go Big Red. <laughs>